Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start it off by talking about Canelo Alvarez. He's got a fight coming up with the Jermel, uh, Jermel Charlo and uh, has warned the Charlo twin brothers that they will pay for what they said ahead about him ahead of that blockbuster showdown taking place in Nevada on the 30th of September coming up soon. This, the undisputed super middleweight world champ was pulling no punches as he showed off the skills that have made him a global icon. Canel held a workout in the United States on Wednesday this past week, as he prepares to take on the King of 154 pounds, Jermel Charlo. He showed excellent head movement and footwork. Uh, he and coach Eddie Venoso plan to use the bamboozle. Uh, used to, they're going to use it to uh, bamboozle Charlo, and they said. Uh, anyway, as I said, it's going to take place at the T-Mobile Arena over in Las Vegas. Uh, Canel Promotions will present the uh, event in, in association with the Premier Boxing Champions pay-per-view. As the bout draws near, the Mexican superstar alluded that he may go after Jamal Charlo once he deals with the first sibling. He said, I always wanted to make the best sides out there. I'm excited to be in this fight. This is a fight that people have talked about for a while. I'm excited to show the Charlos, plural, my skills. Now Jermel is going to feel my skills. I think Jermel Charlo is a perfect fight right now. He's been calling me out for a long time. I never forget. He said a lot of things. He never believed in my skills in the box ring, but he will found, find out soon. He and his brother didn't believe in my skills. That motivate, motivated me in this fight. We always prepare 100% no matter where we are. It's different being here. At the beginning, I couldn't breathe very well, but right now I feel great. I found a place that's made me happy and strong. Charlo will be good at 168. I've made that jump before, so I know. I think that when you're a great champion like he is, it doesn't matter. Those kind of fights motivate me. I like to be underestimated. That once makes me excited for this fight. So... At the moment, as we all know, Canelo holds the WBC, IBF, WBA, and WBO belts at 160 and can add another benchmark to his already historic career. With a triumph over Charlo, he can become the first man during the four-belt era to successfully defend all four world titles three consecutive times. So that's going to be a, a wing dilly of a fight. I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's move along now to a fight that's upcoming. Um potentially tonight yes it is september 15th that would be later on this evening if you guys are around over at england uh zachary evans will have matched his entire ring time in the pro ranks if he can see the final bell of his next fight assignment a trio of outings is due to be completed at the hangar events venue that's on pearson street in wolverhampton on friday as today uh, when bcb promotions host another show his third pro affair is set to be a step up in into six rounds after ju just uh, two four-rounders already with one fight finishing in just half the allotted time. Evan scored a maiden pro technical knockout last time out after Bulgarian adversary Peter Alexandrov succumbed to intense pressure at the end of round two. That built upon his debut success over rugged southpaw MJ Hall where he settled for a points landslide result by virtue of a 30-30, sorry, 40 to 36 score line at the final bell. So 
fight fans uh, over in England. You've got something to look forward to this evening. And uh, then tomorrow night, we're going to see lightweight contender Angel Fierro, 21-2. Uh, oh, no, sorry, 21-1 with uh, two draws. 17 knockouts. Made a promise to his family in regards to achieving a lifetime goal. And on Friday night, oh, it is later tonight as well. Fierro has a chance to move one step closer to his career goal when he faces Byron Zamparipa, 13-1 at the Auditorio Municipal Fausto Guterres Moreno in Tijuana, Mexico. Trained by Mexican boxing legend Eric Morales and ranked number five by the WBO, Angel Fierro plans on showcasing his skills when he steps inside of the squared circle. I certainly hope so. For his homecoming fight on Friday night in a recent statement, Fierro spoke about winning, fulfilling a promise, and pursuing his dream. He said, we're focused on winning this fight, and then we're looking for a world title. I've been chasing this dream since I was a kid. It's something I promised my parents and my daughter. Fierro made his pro boxing debut back in October 2015 when he scored a second-round technical knockout victory over Salvador Guillén. Five years later, Fierro would relinquish his undefeated status when he lost to Alex Martin. He would bounce back in his next bout by knocking out Alexis Reyes in round number number nine. Fio grabbed headlines back in March 2021 when he scored an upset against a former world champion. 39 seconds into the opening round, former WBA super featherweight champ Alberto Machado landed a counter left hand shot that knocked Fiero off balance. With one minute one and 18 seconds left to go in the first round, Machado landed a counter right hand that sent Fiero down to the canvas. Fiero was able to get up. With 15 seconds remaining in round two, he was hit with another counter right hand that sent him back down to the canvas. Fierro was able to recuperate and settle down as he concentrated on landing hard shots to Machado's body. And in the sixth round, Fierro knocked Machado out when he landed a left to the body, followed by a devastating left to the head. A fight to look forward to. Lightweight contender, by the way, William Zapita faces a dangerous veteran in Mercito Gesta. In a 12-round main event this Saturday night, that would be uh, 24 hours, uh, September 16th, in a fight that is expected to be uh, providing fireworks from start to finish, they say. That's being held at the Commerce Casino in Commerce, California. The Sabido versus Gesta event will be shown live on the zone, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and they're expected to fight 12 p.m. ish, two hours after that start time. Curse of Golden Boy, the 20 year old pro Gesta. He's 34, 3 and 3, is still dangerous at 35 years of age with superior hand speed and power to the 27 year old um, Zapita. What Gesta doesn't possess is a high punch output that Zapita has, and that could make it tough if he stands in front of him for prolonged periods. Guest has too much experience to be stationary against Zapita, and it should be interesting to see whether he can hand the Mexican fighter his first career defeat. Golden Boy promoter Oscar De La Hoya is hoping to position Zapita, who's 28-0, by the way, 24 knockouts, for one of the four lightweight belts currently held by champion Devin Haney once the sanctioning bodies begin stripping the belts from him due to his having moved up to 140. Thus far, Haney hasn't relinquished them, but they'll be taken eventually once it's clear he has no intentions of returning to the division. In the chief support belt, by the way, featherweight Victor Morales, 18-01, nine knockouts battles Edwin Polamares, 18-4-2, in a contest scheduled for 10 rounds. Good stuff. 
Oscar De La Hoya, by the way, had this to say. The 135-pound division is red hot right now. Obviously, you have the top dog there, Devin Haney, who is possibly moving up to 140. We'll have to see what the organizations want to do. The WBA, WBC, IBF, all that. We have to figure out that after this fight. Uh, but Guest is one of those young veterans who's been in the sport for so long. He keeps winning. He just came off a great win with Jola Diaz. But he's a young veteran. Gesta looked outstanding, defeating Jojo Diaz and Joel Diaz recently, showing excellent boxing skills and power. And De La Hoya could regret matching Zepeda against Gesta if he loses this fight. Goes without saying, I suppose. Let's move on to our next story. Out of Canada, Three Lions Promotions presents on September 30th in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, a blockbuster headlined by a 12-round cruiserweight bout between former world title challenger Ryan the Bruiser Rosicki, 18-1, 17 knockouts, and reigning NABF champion Alante Bam Bam Green, 10-1-1, 7 knockouts. Rosicki, ranked in the top 10 by the WBC, suffered his only loss against Oscar Rivas, 28-1, by the way, in October 2021, when he challenged for the vacant WBC Bridgeweight title. Since then, Rosicki has won his last five fights, four of which were stopped before the end of round number three. Wow. The card will have top Canadian prospects, John Michael Branco, 5-0-0, uh, Jake Daou, 5-1, Antonio Napolitano, 7-0-1 in separate fights. The card will also have highly anticipated showdown between Carolyn Redmond, 6-1, against Jennifer Williams. Uh, a fighter who uh, we showcased in her debut a few months ago in Brantford. And they're going to fight over six rounds in a super welterweight division matchup. Looking forward to that for sure. Alrighty, a um, couple of last stories here. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. As Neil the Deal pointed out on his show, uh, Boxing 101, I've put the uh, link to his show uh, down below in the uh, description. Luis Alberto Lopez attempts to continue his fine forms as ESPN and set up a possible world title unification fight when he faces Joette Gonzalez at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. And that's happening this evening in a few hours' time. Lopez, he's 28 and 2, 16 knockouts, the IBF featherweight champion and ESPN's top boxer at 126 pounds, headlines a top ranked card for the first time in the U.S after an impressive performance against Michael Conlon in his last fight in Northern Ireland. A victory will set up a possible return to British soil to face Lee Wood, 27-3, uh, the WBA, WBA featherweight champ who defends his title against English rival Josh Warrington on October 7th, and that's taking place in Sheffield, England. Wood thinks Lopez will have a happy Mexican Independence Day weekend and said he would be interested in facing the Mexican fighter in a title unification fight. He said, uh, I would expect Lopez to come through that one, and I'm sure you'll then have his eyes on me against Warrington. The fight against Warrington could be my last fight at featherweight. It offers, if offers are there for me to st step up to junior lightweight, then I would do it. But if Lopez's belt is on the line, that could make me stick around at featherweight for one more fight. Wood added that Lopez is not sound in his fundamentals and that while his unorthodox style is effective, 
There are flaws in that approach, he said. Fundamentally, Lopez gets away with a lot of things. He throws shots from unpredictable angles, and he gets away uh, with his chin in the air a lot of the time. He'll drop down, throw a left hook to the body, and then jump in, throw a shot upstairs. He's got good strength, and he's durable, but he's got a lot of flaws, and if that fight gets made, I could exploit them. Well, there you go. Some interesting news out of England uh, directed across the pond. Ah, next up, Jordinius Jorgis thought he was going to be fighting um, Keith Thurman. Um, would have been a good good fight to see, but he's on the undercard of the Canal Alvarez Jamel Charlo bout taking place, as I told you, at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on September 30th. Um, so Jorgis uh, is scheduled to fight uh, Mario Barrios. Uh, who's previously scheduled to fight way back in March. Uh, but anyway, he'll be now fighting um, Barrios. So it's going to be a good fight. Uh, the Cuban-born uh, Las Vegas-based Yugas never received a straight answer as to why his fight with Thurman fell apart. He, got, he said, I was training to fight Thurman. I was practically sure that was going to happen. I have no idea why that fight got undone, but I'm here, and I'm ready for this next challenge, and it's going to be a great one. The 37-year-old Yugas hasn't boxed since Errol Spence Jr. beat him by 10-round technical knockout in their welterweight title unification fight back in April 2022, and that was held at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The damage Yuga suffered around his right eye led to his TKO loss to Spence, who took the WBA 147-pound championship from Yugas, who's now 27-5 of five with 12 knockouts, by the way, uh, that he won when he upset Manny Pacquiao by unanimous decision back in August of 2021, also at the T-Mobile Arena. So uh, looking forward to that good uh, good undercard at the Canelo fight, um, not to mention the Canelo fight itself against Jamel Charlo. That's going to be a dandy. Anyway, just to, just to close out today's show, a little bit of humor for you, kind of. Uh, UK, UK fans might get this, and I sure would appreciate a comment or two explaining this one to me. Um, who the heck uh, is a fellow by the name of, let me have a quick look here, Devin no, David Brent. David Brent. Anyway, English fans are comparing Eddie Hearn to this fella, uh, Brent, and I have no idea who he is. Okay. As we all know, Eddie Hearn, uh, on, on the coattails of his dad, Barry Hearn, who founded and built Matchroom uh, for more than 40 years, the Essex-based promoter, has now received some backlash after claiming he is the third biggest name in British boxing behind heavyweight superstars, air quotes, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. He said, if you ask someone on the street to name three people in UK boxing, they'd probably go Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Eddie Hearn, or something like that. Top five, maybe. That's important. This statement led to a hilarious response on social media as fans, I pr presume UK fans, poked fun at the promoter for sounding like Brent, the cringe boss played by Ricky Gervais in British comedy The Office. One said, he is legitimately David Brent. Another quoted one of Brent's most famous lines from The Office, adding, there goes Mr. Hearn. I must remember to thank him. A third replied, he is unbelievable. Again. This is merely just to close out my show because I'm not really sure, but 
it goes to my point about Eddie Hearn always having to be in the news every day in the British press, at least. And it's fun for me to report that and report to you around the world uh, what this promoter is saying. Keeping in mind, as I've just noted over the past few stories, he is not the only promoter in the world. There are many in many countries, uh, but Eddie Hearn sure likes to grab the headlines. Anyway, boxing fans, I appreciate it very much for you joining me today. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on twice uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up, and then 7 p.m. Eastern time when I join the Friday night panel featuring Tim Witherspoon and boxing historian Lou Eisen. Thanks very much, and we'll see you then.